Over 3 million Australians suffer from chronic pain, and often the issue is low back pain, which can radiate down the leg. It's disabling, and the treatment is controversial. Opioids in general don't work, and surgery can make it worse or not help at all. One solution for back pain has been spinal stimulation or spinal cord stimulation. A battery-operated device is implanted with wires going to the parts of the spinal cord which carry pain messaging. The stimulator sends bursts of electricity to those areas. Older stimulators aimed to replace the pain with pins and needles, which many people found hard to tolerate. More recent stimulators, though, work just under that threshold, that threshold where pins and needles or paresthesia, as they're called, appear, making the technique much more tolerable. The other benefit of silent spinal stimulation, in other words, spinal stimulation that doesn't produce spins and needles, is that it's easier to do a placebo-controlled trial where you don't know if the machine is on or off. The results of such a randomised trial in people with ongoing low back pain radiating down their legs despite surgery has just been published. And one of the senior researchers was a neurosurgeon, Professor Sasha Galati, at the Norwegian University of Technology in Trondheim. Welcome to The Health Report, Sasha. Thanks for inviting me and having me on your show, Dr. Swan. How, please call me Norman. How, do you do, how did you do the trial? So uh, this was a randomized clinical trial. And uh, <clears throat> we put uh, uh, stimulators in all the patients. So we had 50 patients with pain, just as you described, and everybody got it. So what we then did was to randomize the patients to either having the stimulator on or having it switched off. So the stimulator was either on or not turned on. So in the sense they and were their own controls, you could tell you could, some... Yes. Yes, that is true. And then each patient was randomized uh, to either having the stimulator on or off for a total of four times. And patients were not informed whether the stimulator was on or off. So only the research nurse knew. So this was a quadruple-blinded study. The patients didn't know, but neither, neither did the surgeon, the statistician, or the investigator, which, which in this case was me. So what were the res- and, and, we, and you were looking, the outcome was relief of pain. That's what you were yes, looking so, for. Yeah, we, we were looking for uh, uh, several things. We were looking at the disability levels and leg pain, back pain, quality of life, but also physical activity levels. And the results? So uh, what, what, uh, what we found was that patients improved a lot during stimulation, both in terms of functional disability, leg pain, back pain, quality of life and physical activity. But the big surprise was that they did just as well on placebo. So stimulation was no better than placebo. So this is just a stone-cold negative study. Absolutely no difference between active treatment and placebo. But both and some patients, Yeah, but some patients got worse during stimulation. But the same ones also got worse during uh, placebo. So... So they got worse, um, but when they were when it was switched off, they were also it was also worse, is what you were saying in the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, each individual, as you mentioned, were also their own controls. So uh, the pattern was very consistent. So 
Now, these are not cheap devices. I mean, in Norway, how much does it cost to implant one of these and maintain it? Because it costs several thousand dollars a year to maintain as well. Yeah, this is a, a very expensive uh, uh, device. I think in Norway, it would be around uh, thirty to 40,000 US dollars for, for this treatment. And uh, worldwide, it's, it's a huge business. It's, it's rapidly growing, and the annual global market size is close to 3 billion US dollars. Uh, I don't know how much that is in, in, in your currency, but I take it, it's a lot. It's, it is a lot. Now, there are lots of vested interests here. When you go on the web, you'll find in Australia lots of pain cl- clinics offering uh, sacral stimulators or spinal stimulators, claiming great benefit. If you read the websites of the manufacturers, it looks fantastic. That they're, all, they're all doing a lot of good. Um, how convinced are you that this one study is representative of the field? In other words, they just you know the the process of putting an expensive um, stimulator into somebody is an enormous placebo which works in its own right. I mean that's the implication of what you're saying. But how generalizable do you think it is? So uh, I think it's uh, methodologically the most sound study uh, there is. Um, so uh, the use of this treatment has increased, but until now there is very little solid evidence supporting its efficacy. And the majority of studies reporting an effect are sponsored by the industry. And most key opinion leaders advocating its use, they receive compensation from, from the industry as well. So our research is industry independent. We didn't accept as much as a sandwich. And I don't believe that there is such a thing as a, as a free lunch. So, and, and we've aimed for full transparency so um, uh, uh, we've been very clear about our inclusion and exclusion criteria and also how we managed uh, the trial. So I can, I can feel the deluge of emails coming from vested interests in Australia, picking apart your study, but you know, this was wrong yeah. and that was wrong. What do you believe are the weaknesses and strengths? You've already described the strengths of the study. What do you believe are the weaknesses of the study? Yeah, so we have, for the most part, received a lot of praise and positive uh, attention. But, but as you say, that there are a few critical voices, especially uh, the doctors that make a living out of spinal cord stimulation and, and have very strong ties with the industry. So I think what we have to keep in mind is that we investigated one type of stimulator for one kind of pain. So we need to stay humble and we need more uh, placebo-controlled trials. So, and then, um, of course, uh, when you have a blinded study, a bl- blinded trial, uh, you are prohibited from fine-tuning the stimulation parameters in, in a completely open dialogue with, with patients. Uh, but we did a very thorough review of the spinal cord stimulation system prior to each new randomization and everything was performed according to the manufacturer's uh, uh, recommendation. So where does this leave people with chronic radiculopathy, which is the technical term for this pain down the leg from low back pain? Yeah, so, so it remains notoriously difficult to treat. And did I wish for these results? No way. So, so of course, we wanted the treatment to help. But unfortunately, it, it didn't. We'll just have to go back to the drawing board. 
Sasha, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Sasha Gulati is a neurosurgeon um, at St. Olaf Hospital in Trondheim, Norway. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.